evening, everybody. Welcome to week six of the weekly readings. Now, this is one of those readings that just kind of stays with me. And to be honest, it's not a long reading. And actually, it's not one I um I need to say too much about. Um, but it's just ever since I read it back in, um, what did we, 20, 2010, so on my master's, it just has kind of made me laugh so much because it's, it's not just a test of how accurate is a television show. Um, it's actually a test of, of the mere of what actually happens when you watch the television show. And then in this case specifically, it, it's, a, it's a broader and more interesting test around this concept of kind of what happens when you believe the secret source. And I, I just think that's a fascinating kind of question here. You know, it, it doesn't set out to do this, but it's almost kind of testing that Colin Stagg idea of, of what happens when you believe the hype and what does that actually do to your accuracy? So for those of you who don't know, there'll be a small clip of this show um, inserted into the weekly lecture, but basically Lie to Me was this. It didn't run long. Three season TV show that was broadly uh, based on the life of a guy called Paul Ekman. Uh, Paul Ekman is a phenomenal psychologist. He um, So uh, the original story of him is that he basically just went and lived in all these different rural tribes and indigenous areas and studied basically these universal human facial expressions, right? And if, you, if you've ever watched Lie to Me, I mean, it's built into the law of the program. But one of the things that he, he basically studies or, or focuses on so deeply is this idea that the human mind can't inhibit the impulse to react fast enough. And that's where this idea of the micro expression comes from, is it's this moment in time where you see the truth um, before the, the, the brain catches up quick enough um, in order to stop it. Now, if you ever watch the TV show, um, Tim Roth does a phenomenal job of playing a, a twisted and, and scorned psychologist with a dark history. Um, <laughs> phenomenal, runs a company called the Lightman Group. Um, and basically he consults on all of these cases and, and his job is, is very much the classic TV psychologist job of kind of, you know, coming in and talking to people and he can instantly tell if they're lying because he's this micro expression detection expert. Now, I cannot emphasize enough just how many people have bought the micro expression source. I mean, it's actually ridiculous to think about how many people have been. I mean, like if, if you go on the I, there's a clip again in the class of me doing the micro expression training. Um, not very effectively but and it's like two two hundred and twenty nine dollars per person like but if you if you look at how many corporations and companies have bought into it and it's because it leans into this idea that deception detection can be done it's a skill it's trainable there are experts in deception detection and if we just all you know learnt to look at a few micro expressions every now and then we would actually be able to see that so what tim the tim levine here um does in this paper and i just if i ever meet him i'm going to sit him down and talk to him about this and he'll probably be like i've done so many more impressive papers than this one and i'm like i don't care this is the paper for me um he basically says like well, what happens if you show lie to me to people and then you ask them to do it? Like in theory, you could hypothesize that they become better because, you know, they pick up tips and tricks off, 
you know, Cal Lightman, um, and they become better at detecting deception. You know, maybe they try harder, whatever it is. Or it could be that they get much worse. And we can we can talk about why that might be. So we'll just start with the uh, the sales pitch, the sales pitch of uh, of um, of lie to me from writer Sam Samuel Baum and the executive producers of 24. So, you know, it's going to be good. An arrested development comes lie to me, a compelling new drama series inspired by the scientific discoveries of Paul Ekman, a real life specialist who can read cues embedded in the human face, body and voice to expose both truth and lies in criminal investigations. If anyone ever describes my career as good as that, I'll, I'll, I'll retire tomorrow. Um, side note about Paul Ekman. He's also the psychological consultant on uh, a bunch of uh, Pixar and DreamWorks movies, uh, Inside Out. Um, so he's, he's phenomenally good, don't get me wrong. I'm not entirely sure he can read cues embedded in my face but there we go anyway so what this basically paper sets out to do is it kind of basically says that right the the findings on whether people are good or not at detecting deception is relatively mixed so let's have a look at what would happen if people view lie to me and basically believe that identifying lies is something that can be done. And so it's really interesting. It's not so much that they're, it's not so much that they're teaching them the specific things that are in lie to me. It's not like they've said in lie to me, they list 20 different ways, right? Verbal and nonverbal that you can spot, um, that you can spot deception, um, you know, and then you go and use those. It, it's more the, the, the it's more, the belief and almost creating the effort and i'm sure there are some some tips in the scenes there that kind of they're testing here so they set up i mean it, it, it's not particularly complicated they, they they set up um basically a classic kind of between subjects experiment where they have a kind of um so they have three different groups so one group watches lie to me one group watches numbers and one group watches a no television drama control. Now, this is actually a really interesting methodological uh, concept because had they so just shown them lie to me and then just shown them a control group, you technically could have argued that it might not have been lie to me per se. It could have just been a the effect of watching a police show or a police drama or being in almost like a priming a kind of the idea of being an investigator rather than specifically the idea that it is just the lie to me uh, the lie to me aspect so i design on it's really it's a really good little uh, little move they've pulled there and i'm a really really big fan of it so i just want to see if they have the um i want to see if they have the actual if it tells you the actual scene let's see if we can get to that i don't think it does say precisely what scene they do so anyway so they watch these scenes so lie to me numbers i've never watched numbers um crimes were solved by a genius math professor i mean obviously of course they were um and uh no television drama group at all so they probably watched some kind of they might have watched nothing or they might have just watched something completely unrelated like a cooking show so then they used uh levine owns basically a database of um a database of uh, 100 videotapes of, of lies or truths created by um, undergraduate students. So he can give them to them. And again, if you've watched this week's lecture, 
my mine is a poor man's uh, version of it. But you'll see the exact same kind of thing. You know, you watch them tell a benign story, um, and you know, you you assess how accurate, you assess whether they're telling the truth, honesty, all this kind of stuff, right? So they watch the clip, lie to me, numbers, or or, or something else, and then they basically watch a series of these uh, videotaped um, videotaped speeches by these students, and they have to say to themselves, or they have to assess, right? You know, were they lying or not? So there was 12 videos each, it says. So then we basically, I'm not going to go through the numbers over here on this page, but I'm just going to go straight to table one because table one is fascinating. So let's have a look at the, uh, uh, the accuracy and the truth bias for lie to me, numbers and control. So truth bias. So the truth bias, as I mentioned in class, is the idea that we are on average more likely to assume that somebody is lying. OK, now, as you can see in the control group, the control group is basically your bog standard. Like what would what would the everyday person do just if they were guessing lies or not with no intervention? So 60 percent truth bias and 65 percent total accuracy. So that's actually pretty good. That's actually quite high. So 65 percent of the time they were right. And 60% of the time, they just guess truth anyway. And so if you look then at basically how many times they predicted that someone was telling the truth correctly, 75%. So pretty good at telling people are telling the truth. And how often did they think people were lying? Just a 56%. So a bit less accurate there at basically predicting when or, or spotting, if you will, when somebody was lying. Now, let's look at the lie to me group, because this is a really interesting thing. So total accuracy... 59%. So that is 15, sorry, 5% lower than the control. So they're 5% worse overall at knowing if someone is telling the truth or a lie after watching Lie to Me. Truth bias, 50%. 10% less likely to say that somebody is watching, sorry, that somebody is telling the truth when they are. But basically, the base assumption that people are telling the truth. So 10%. And if you look at the numbers case, it's the numbers is slightly down on the control, but it's still way up from lie to, from the from the lie to me group. So 8% lower than the number. The lie to me group is 8% lower than the numbers group, right? In terms of total accuracy, 2% lower than the numbers group. In terms of truth accuracy, 10% lower than the numbers group and 75% lower than the control group. I mean, those are ridiculously low numbers. And then in their overall lie accuracy, they're only slightly better than the control anyway, but they're a bit higher than the numbers group. So what does that tell you that's gone on here? Right, what's really interesting here is it basically tells you that they've watched a TV show about detecting deception and they have got quantifiably worse at detecting deception. And the, the, the main reason that I love this study, and I actually think the biggest take home point from this study, they don't actually, it's a very short study, so don't get into all of it. But the biggest take home uh, point from this study is not so much that a TV show doesn't teach you how to spot lies. That's not really that surprising. The really interesting thing about this study is the idea that when you try to do something, you become worse at it than people who just kind of are, are doing it naturally. And this, I think, comes down to the idea of when you try and detect if someone is lying or not, 
You're constantly looking for evidence to confirm your assumption that they are lying. And that evidence can come in many, in many different ways. But you over-attend and hyper-focus on potential cues to dishonesty at the cost of a more objective, holistic perception of the scene. And so from a psychological standpoint, this is something that we would kind of call almost the motivational overriding effect, which is the idea that the motivation to achieve something makes you much worse at it. It's a very, very human thing, right? I mean, so I, I play a lot of golf. As a golfer, the attempt to swing fast usually makes you swing slower. It's almost a, a Alan Watts, the philosopher, calls it a reverse paradox, right? The attempt to spot a lie actually makes you worse at it. And I think it's such an interesting thing because so much of the the output of this bit of psychology is teaching people to spot liars, teaching people techniques, teaching people cues and indicators. Yet this study shows you that teaching people cues and indicators realistically might actually make them worse at what they were doing before because now you're artificially making them process the situation in a way that they naturally wouldn't and you're lowering their base belief in truth now it might be different if you're dealing with a criminal population who we could assume potentially are lying a lot more often but overall this study shows that trying to teach people to be lie detectors is the worst thing you can do for them and i just think that's a fascinating um, kind of conclusion and output of this study. So look, it's a really short reading, um, but I really hope you enjoyed it. I hope you just take home that kind of counterintuitive message of trying to teach people to be lie detectors actually made them worse, like the worst of anything you could do. And it's, it's not because they got better at detecting lies, they kind of hovered there, but they just got worse at detecting the truth because they were trying so hard to spot the lie. So I really hope you enjoyed it. Have a wonderful week um, and I will see you in the lecture on Thursday.